Hi, my name is Ronnie Grayer, and this is the Monthly Safety Podcast for December of 2011. First, a little bit about me. I've been a Greyhound driver now for the past 20 years, been a driver instructor for the past six, and I currently drive out of Syracuse, New York. So I'd like to say, uh, if you're a new listener, welcome. Uh, Past episodes are available to both listen and download, and I'll give you more information at the end of the podcast. Well, we're in December now, and that means winter weather is a more common occurrence, and so we should talk about some of the basic precautions that we need to take when driving in winter weather. First of all, uh, don't forget to perform a thorough pre-trip inspection. When you do your pre-trip, all the time, but certainly in the winter, please be sure to check the following items. Wash your fluid level. Make sure that you have sufficient washer fluid, and make sure that the washers are operating correctly. You need your washers in the wintertime, particularly. You get salt on the window, especially if the sun is out, it becomes difficult to see. So please ensure that your washers are working properly, and obviously your windshield wipers are working properly as well, and in, in good order. Another thing that a lot of drivers fail to check completely is that your defrosters are working properly. This is very important, and this is actually something that I've seen on the new buses uh, where one side or the other doesn't work. Make sure that your defrosters are working, and go ahead and turn them on high and run your hand across from one end of the dash all the way to the other. Check both the left and the right sides. Make sure that the blowers are working and that they're blowing warm air. You need this if you get moisture on the inside of your windshield and it freezes, you've got a real problem. You won't be able to wipe that with a cloth. Trust me, I've been there. And you'll have no visibility. Uh, Also make sure that you have two sets of snow cables and that they are serviceable. Uh, They should be in your baggage bins. And also take a minute to check the conditions along your route before you leave. Uh, Check the bulletin board. uh, Check with another driver. Ask your supervisor. Find out what to expect along the way. Now, once you get on the road, uh, watch for signs of changes in weather. Things like black ice, snow, freezing rain, sleet. Uh, You know, things can change quickly out there, and that's why it's important in any type of adverse weather to always reduce your speed in uncertain conditions and be aware, especially if you're looking in the mirrors and you're seeing lots of spray coming from your tires and that spray quits, that could be an indication that things are starting to freeze and it could be becoming really slick out there, so be careful. Obviously, you want to reduce your speed, as I said, and always maintain space around your coach. It's important to have space on all sides in any conditions and certainly in adverse weather because we have to drive both for ourselves and for the other drivers as well. Always remember, when late, stay late. It is better to arrive late than to be involved in a traffic collision. So don't be concerned about the scheduled arrival time. You'll arrive safely, and that is always much better. Obviously, um, you know, when we talk about driving in snow or icy conditions, steering and braking should not be done together, and that's in any vehicle that's really important. Those should be two separate actions. Do not steer and brake at the same time. Make those separate things, and never brake on ice. That's just a bad idea. If you're going across a bridge, uh, don't apply the brakes and don't steer until you get across that bridge if the temperatures are near or below freezing. Uh, Snowfall can also reduce your visibility significantly, so keep that in mind. Uh, Rule S22 talks about reducing your speed according to the visibility, and if your visibility drops uh, below five seconds, you need to start slowing down. Four seconds, three seconds. Uh, If it gets down to two seconds or less, you need to find a safe place to pull over and stop. When we think of reduced visibility, the most common condition we think of is fog, 
But uh, heavy snow can affect your visibility significantly and make it difficult to see. So uh, keep that in mind. So the holidays are here, and that means the kickoff to holiday travel season has begun. To start off, this long period of holiday traveling was Thanksgiving, in which an estimated 33 million people traveled, uh, making Thanksgiving one of the most traveled holidays of the year, followed by Christmas and New Year's Day. Remember that during the holidays, many drivers are worried, hurried, or distracted, making them less careful, which demands that you be more vigilant than normal to avoid a collision that can leave you with less than festive memories of the holiday. There's nothing better than patience and safe driving behind the wheel. Weather can also be factors during this time of year. Therefore, adhere to your adverse weather training during adverse weather conditions. Keep your eyes on the road and check your mirrors every five to eight seconds. Distracted driving is a major cause of traffic collisions. Even just two seconds of distraction time doubles the chances of a collision. Don't use your cell phone when driving, not even with a hands-free device, and never text while driving. We'll talk about that in just a little bit. Don't under underestimate the importance of following your training to become a safe, professional coach operator. A fatigued, impaired, or distracted driver can turn into a tragedy in seconds. Commercial drivers face many challenges every day, from inattentive car drivers to endless miles of road construction. And that is why it is so critical for operators of commercial vehicles to pay attention to safety. Vehicle safety is an important consideration for every driver, but when the vehicle in question weighs 10,000 pounds or more, safety takes on a new significance. Research shows that 80% of all commercial drivers drive consistently well, but a small percentage have what we call bad habits that contribute to the vast majority of crashes and near misses. Before you make the decision to operate the coach unsafely, ask yourself, do I value my life? Do I value the life of my passengers, pedestrians, and other motorists on the road? Do I value my job? If you answered no to any of the above, you are working in the wrong profession. If you answered yes, then you need to reconsider your decision to operate the coach in an unsafe matter. Remember, from Thanksgiving until the new year, law enforcement agencies will increase patrols looking for impaired, unsafe, and distracted drivers. Don't let it be you. That message is brought to us by the Safety Department, uh, Lynette McMillan, uh, Regional Safety Manager for uh, Districts 1, 2, and 3. Thank you, Lynette. Let's talk about some items that were in the news recently. Um, the FMCSA, in uh, coordination with the CSA 2010 program that we've been talking about, recently shut down a trucking company in Maryland, and I wanted to talk about that. I'm going to read from this uh, press release it's entitled, Maryland Trucking Company Declared Imminent Hazard to the Public, Ordered to Immediately Cease Operations. The U.S. Department of Transportation's Federal Motor Carrier Safety Administration has declared Maryland-based Gunther's Transport LLC an imminent hazard to public safety and ordered the trucking company to immediately cease all transportation services. The FMCSA issued an imminent hazard out-of-service order against Gunther's following an exhaustive review of the company's operations, which found multiple out of uh, multiple hours of service and vehicle maintenance violations. Safety is our number one priority, said U.S. Secretary, uh, Transportation Secretary Ray LaHood. Commercial truck companies that recklessly disregard federal safety regulations will be shut down and removed from our roadways. Gunther's was immediately shut down after FMCSA safety investigators found patterns of hours of service and vehicle maintenance violations that substantially increased the likelihood of serious injury or death to the motoring public. 
FMCSA discovered that the company allowed its drivers to falsify their hours of service records and exceed the 11-hour limit for daily driving. In addition, Gunther's did not require its drivers to perform pre-trip and vehicle safety inspections, operated trucks that were in such poor condition they were likely to break down and posed a high crash risk based on its on-road performance record. FMCSA has zero, zero tolerance for unsafe trucking companies that place the traveling public at risk. If they do not play by the safety rules of the road, we will take away their ability to operate, said FMCSA Administrator Ann S. Farrow. So this is pretty dramatic, but it shows that the uh, Federal Motor Carrier Safety Administration is committed to keeping our roadways safe and to keep unsafe commercial vehicle operators off the road. That goes for both trucks and buses, and we need to be aware of that. Um, the CSA 2010 was designed to do that, to make the roadway safer, to identify unsafe companies and unsafe drivers and identify trends and try and correct those things if possible. Uh, shutting down a company is a last resort that they take, um, but it does go to show that they will do that if they need to, and so it's good. Uh, everybody needs to be vigilant and be careful out there on the road. Also coming out of Washington, Secretary of Transportation Ray LaHood announced the final rule banning handheld cell phones while operating a commercial vehicle. The final rule prohibits commercial drivers from using a handheld mobile telephone while operating a commercial truck or bus. Drivers who violate the restriction will face federal civil penalties of up to $2,750 for each offense and disqualification from operating a commercial motor vehicle for multiple offenses. Additionally, states will suspend the driver's commercial driver's license after two or more serious traffic violations. Commercial truck and bus companies that allow their drivers to use handheld cell phones while driving will face a maximum penalty of $11,000. Approximately 4 million commercial drivers would be affected by this final rule. This final rule represents a giant leap for safety, said FMCSA Administrator Ann S. Farrow. It's just too dangerous for drivers to use a handheld cell phone while operating a commercial vehicle. Drivers must keep their eyes on the road, hands on the wheel, and head in the game when operating on our roads. Lives are at stake. Many of the largest truck and bus companies such as UPS, Covenant Transport, Walmart, Peter Pan, and Greyhound already have policies in place banning their drivers from using handheld phones. Now this came from the safety department and obviously from Washington and goes hand in hand with the legislation that was passed uh, restricting commercial drivers from sending or receiving text messages, and I've talked about that on the podcast as well. So now we have, uh, on a federal level, uh, rules in place to ban the use of a handheld cell phone in any way, shape, or form, and obviously Greyhound uh, bans those devices as well. So please, the best thing that you can do when you get behind the wheel of your coach before you take off is to make sure that your phone is either turned off or placed in some sort of a standalone mode. You know, I take my iPhone and I put it in what they call airplane mode and that turns off all the antennae and the thing just functions as a calculator or a music player or something like that. But the idea is if you're not going to turn it off, at least do that because if the phone rings, if it vibrates, if the display is flashing and you notice it, the first thing that you're going to do instinctively is to reach for the device and see what it is and that's going to take your attention off the road, and it's a very bad thing. It can cause you to have all kinds of problems, and we just need to stay away from that completely. So please, uh, you know, turn your phone off or uh, disable, you know, all the features of it so that it doesn't distract you while you're driving. Uh, this is very serious. So uh, no real news to report on this uh, megabus uh, collision, and for those of you that aren't familiar with it, I'll catch you up uh, to speed. 
Uh, last September, in September of 2010, a 13-foot-2 uh, uh, Van Hool megabus was traveling in the Syracuse area and struck a 10-foot-9 bridge. And unfortunately, uh, the four people were killed in that collision. Uh, the driver was seriously injured. He had some head injuries, and he continues to have complications. He's had several surgeries, and he's still undergoing treatment. And um, the reason I mention this is because he was in court again in Syracuse recently, and um, he's still having all kinds of health issues. At this point, he's facing four counts of criminally negligent homicide. It's a very serious thing. And so I just wanted to touch on that again because it was in the news locally in terms of uh, different progress in the case, uh, but the driver at this point is, hasn't gone to trial yet, so I'll keep you updated on that as well. And of course, this goes along with uh, drivers in unfamiliar areas getting lost, and you know the worst thing that you can do when you get lost is to become flustered. You need to take a moment to breathe. If you have to stop, go ahead and stop. Uh, consult your map. Make a phone call. Uh, don't just keep on driving. We recently had a a collision in Philadelphia where a bus was turning into the garage and struck a cyclist and the driver was so focused on trying to find his way that he wasn't paying attention and struck a cyclist making when he was making a right turn and so that's a really serious thing we need to be careful so again you know if you're not sure where you're going uh, go ahead and, and stop get your thoughts together consult your directions make a phone call but please don't keep on going, and let's stay away from those handheld uh, GPS devices. Uh, Greyhound, of course, prohibits them. Megabus actually prohibits them, too, and they said that their driver was not supposed to be using that, despite the fact that he was. Uh, their policy was for the driver to stop and call a dispatcher if he became lost, which, unfortunately, uh, he didn't do. And one other thing I wanted to talk about, we try to talk about safety issues on the podcast and not really customer service issues, but we had a what I consider to be a serious situation about 100 miles from St. Louis um, just a couple of weeks ago. Actually, this was dated November 21st, and I'm going to summarize a little bit, but it seems that uh, a driver had an issue with one or more of her passengers on the bus and decided that she couldn't continue the trip and just walked away from her bus, and I guess the police were called, and they ordered the driver back on the bus, and she drove for a short distance and then decided she was done and closed the door and walked away, and I guess she got a ride, and left the passengers uh, on the side of the road, basically. Now, this is a very serious situation. You've got passengers inside the bus. They don't know how to get out. There's no driver coming to get them because uh, this driver did not uh, notify OSC that there was a problem, that there was a concern. Uh, nothing went on. I don't even I don't even want to get into the particulars of what may have happened with these passengers, but, I mean, this is a serious thing. If you have problems on the road, you know, uh, you need to contact OSC and let them know what's going on so that we can try to resolve the situation. But uh, leaving passengers on the bus and and just leaving and, and closing the door, some of these passengers may not know how to get out. It can be a very uh, dangerous situation. So I don't want to go too much into that, but um, it's just a, a, not a good thing at all. And, uh, you know, we need to keep passengers safety in mind all the time. If you have a situation on the road, uh, the last thing that you want to do is just close everybody up and, and leave. That's not a good thing to do at all. Well, that's about all that I have for this month. Um, I did want to mention that uh, if you would like to listen to or download previous episodes of the podcast, the easiest thing that you can do is go to uh, my Facebook page, 
at uh, facebook.com slash Ronnie Grayer. That's R-O-N-N-I-E-G-R-E-H-E-R. Or you can send me email at uh, Ronnie13211 at gmail.com, and I'll send you the links. Uh, past episodes are available to both listen and download, and I encourage you to go ahead and go back and listen to those if you haven't already. We probably won't speak again until January, so I'd like to wish everyone a safe and happy and a healthy new year, the holiday season. Uh, everybody out there, stay safe, be careful, enjoy yourselves, enjoy time with friends and family, and we need to keep that in mind. We're bringing our passengers to and from their friends and family. So, you know, we have a fantastic opportunity here to service our passengers and to enrich everyone else's lives, and let's go ahead and do that. And I'll talk to you guys in January.